Hey everyone, this is Spiegel, and I wanted to give a special shout out to all my friends from the ZBN. That's right, the Zelda Board Network. What is the ZBN, you ask? It doesn't matter. It never mattered. This is Bombers. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bombers. We are the Bombers, and you're listening to us on the Bombers. This is the Bombers number five, me, Deg. And also Bombers number, uh, I always forget, Zyber. Number three, me, Zyber. And then Bomber number uno, the Spiegels. Number one, the Bomber, Spiegels. We got a really exciting show. Uh, hope you're going to stick around for the whole thing. I know you can't tell by the intro, but Deg is right. It is going to be a very exciting show, and you should stick around for the whole thing. Like we usually say that just because it's what you're supposed to say in an intro, but it's for real this time, and you got to stick it out. We are loaded. Loaded. And I don't mean, I don't mean loaded like we Ro- have a lot of stuff. I mean we're loaded in other ways. Like loaded nachos. There's Locked what is on the what is on uh, what what is going on? What is uh, on your perfect loaded nachos? Zyber. Um. All right, great answer. Uh, Deg, what is on your perfect loaded nachos? Um, I like my... Let me make sure this actually doesn't have a bullet in it now. Are you, like, actually playing with Don't a gun? Don't worry about me. Is it the only thing I, left you can I trust? I always worry about you. It's the only thing I can trust. My perfect loaded nachos would contain <laughs> nachos, uh, ground beef... Um, like guac and pico de gallo and some jalapenos and sour cream and cheese, obviously. I forgot the cheese. Always got to go for the cheese. There's actually a really good place uh, that is no longer open because nothing is open in Pittsburgh called um, Sharp Edge. And they do Mediterranean nachos, which are like toasted pita chips and then um, like artichokes and olives and and fish guts. Cheese. Which is the fish guts of the land. Yeah, I'm just thinking about my old middle school's nachos, and it was just, you know, the crappy tortilla chips with the crappy <laughs> nacho cheese. That's all just cheese, like not even meat. Yeah. That's that's just sad. It was more pathetic that people actually bought it. Uh, I mean, you were in, what, middle school, high school? It doesn't matter. They're both dumb. Um, This is Bombers. <laughs> uh it's... And you know, you know, uh, we're gonna do a, We're gonna start the show off. Uh, we do like to talk a lot about video games on uh, on bombers, and we're gonna start the show off with a brand new segment. It's actually it's not new at all. We actually did it on a previous show. Um, it is called Ways to Improve Bombers, and uh, it is hosted by me. My name is Spiegel, what? and uh, what I do in this segment, what? Oh yeah, your name is Spiegel. We did that in the intro. I remember now. Yes, yeah. Uh, and what we do in this segment called Ways to Improve Bombers is we've been getting a lot of uh, complaints lately about uh, the quality of the show. Uh, downloads are down. Um, you know, in a time when you think downloads would be up because so many people are alive and healthy, you know, what, what else is there to do but to listen to podcasts? So we're, we are going to be implementing uh, some of these ways to improve the podcast. And what I've been doing is I've been going online, guys, and I've been looking up articles. And I have this article here uh, from timecamp.com. It's only a couple of years old. The key to a successful podcast. Are you guys ready for uh, timecamp's ways to improve your podcast? Uh, I want to know uh, what their references are. Uh, why are we listening specifically to timecamp? Uh 
uh, because they have a header image with like a fancy looking microphone on it. Oh, microphone? Yeah, okay. Go ahead and read it. Uh, okay, so this article is by Kate Kurzawa. Kate? Kate wrote this. Thank you, Kate. And uh, oh, the first image is a picture of minions. All right, I'm, I'm dipping out of this article. And that was Time Camp's The Key to a Successful Podcast. Uh, thanks, Time Camp. We appreciate your input. We will not be implementing any of those features that I didn't even read because you lost me immediately. Thanks, Time Camp. Uh, I look forward to us improving Bombers with those ideas. Sorry, what were we doing? Z- the next uh, segment. But yeah, let's move on. Hold on, actually, before we do that, I forgot to mention something in the intro. Um, we are going to be doing, uh, to fill the content void, as I mentioned, people are bored, not a whole lot to do right now. Uh, we're going to be recording some, uh, mini bombers and potentially releasing them outside of our typical release schedule of Tuesday mornings. Uh, so if you like our voices, uh, stay tuned. Some mini bombers are coming up. I can't promise that Deg or Zyber, even Piddle will be doing them, but I know I will be recording at least one in the upcoming week and I need your help faithful listener i need you to send me games that you want me to talk about just any game i I don't even have to know anything about it i'm just going to attempt to talk about it for the duration of the mini bombers episode talk about Uh, it's gonna be fun quest quest 64 quest 64 okay i'll throw i'll throw that one on the list speaking of board i am of this conversation let's move on to the next thing all right well next up is zyber's top 10 that bit that that (laughs) Whatever section that you've probably forgotten about because I rarely ever do it. No, you've done it a also, few times. It's it's also known as a chance for Spiegel to actually get points. <laughs> exactly. You know I only <laughs> win this like half the time. I think this is like the fourth time I'm doing this actually. But anyways, I have a top ten list and I go through it and Spiegel and Deke try to guess what the top what the list is of. Like what is the name? It's a of the unique top 10 spin list. on the top ten. Uh, no one has ever done it, and uh, most of our content is uh, not stolen from other podcasts. Yeah. So, anyways, we can begin. I'll give the first three of the top ten. Number ten, Kinza Dynamo Roller. Number That's nine, some words. Blah blobber. Still words. Number eight. Splushomatic. I hate everything. Oh, I know. You just I know said. what this is. They are weapons from Splatoon. What do you think, Spiegel? Weapons from Splatoon Two. Ooh. So, yeah, Spiegel already got it exactly with the Splatoon no. Two weapons. Oh, yes, I knew the, the should have uh, committed. The yeah, the, those are those are good though. I mean, if it if it wasn't like roller. And it had just been like Kensa Dynamo and then Blah Blobber and then like I, I don't know Splushomatic is, is pretty Splushomatic pretty Splatoony gave it gave it away. Oh, did it? Yeah. The Kensa yeah. because well, once I put that once I put the roller together with the Splushomatic because at first I was just like that's some sort of weird sushi thing. <laughs> I I was actually thinking sushi too. Some sort of sex thing that I didn't know Zyber was into. I don't know. I'm kind of surprised that you guys got it because like. I'm not sure if Diggs ever played the second game. And I have. Anyways, I guess I'll just finish it off then. Uh, number yeah, what, what seven, are you remaining? Uh... Number seven is Undercover Brella. Number yeah. six is Kinza Luna Blaster. Number five is Firefin Splatterscope. Number four is Probably would have gotten at that point. Yeah. <laughs> number three is Ink Brush. 
Yeah. Number t- two is Clash Blaster Neo. And I don't know one how we ever would have cus- figured this out. Number one is Custom Explosher. Explosher. I love that weapon. It's now my favorite. What Clearly is the flutes. custom expl? What what type of weapon is that? Is that a bucket or like? Yeah, I haven't played Splatoon two in about two years now. So Explosor is actually, I think it might have been the last new weapon actually they made. It's the type of bucket where it goes really really far. I use it as like a sniper weapon basically, except that you can lob it over walls and stuff, wow. and it kills people in two to three hits. But like, if you hit someone directly the first hit, then they're most likely not going to be there as you're getting the second hit down. And it also covers ground really well. Yeah, that's what the, the buckets are real good for. That... Yeah. So the biggest issue is that guy. it takes a lot of ink per shot and it's very difficult in close range combat. Do you think oh. uh, if someone started playing Splatoon 2 today that they would have a good time or is everyone who's still playing the game like are they so elite that there's just no point really? Oh no, everyone sucks. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Well, but, but everyone sucks to you because you're like a borderline professional Splatoon player. Like very very bottom, yeah. Um but like if you yeah. get to the high ranked levels then you're going to have a hard time but in Turf War and the low ranked stuff you really shouldn't have that big of an issue unless you're just really bad at the game. So what you're saying is bombers are getting back into Splatoon. All right. I've always been. I got to be honest with you. I I do I am I do feel the pull every once in a while when I see it being advertised on Nintendo social media channels or I see like a random article about how awesome a, a certain weapon or something I don't know whatever. Um I do get that uh, that urge and there are some games where I I my memories of them are more fond than the actual experience that I had playing them. And I loved Splatoon 2, but I get so competitive that I just have the worst time. I Even if I really, win, I have a bad time. I got into Splatoon 1 because we actually played together with like groups and stuff. And uh, that didn't really coalesce in Splatoon 2, so I didn't really get into it. But if we had an actual dedicated group to play, I'd probably play again. Well, at this point, my official friend group were able Splatoon to get six two. to eight people to play. So we, we've actually had eight people and did our own private battles once. Nice. Hey, and we could voice chat with the Nintendo Online phone app, or we could just call each other on our phones or on Discord. There are many options for voice chat. Yeah, all using in our phones. the world today. <laughs> all using phones, yep. Believe it or not, uh, most people do talk to each other with their phones. I don't understand. Yeah, I thought phones were for texting or looking at cats. Isn't that that box that everybody goes on Facebook with? Oh, no. I think phones are for reading crappy news headlines, actually. Yeah. It Well, dang. I had a funny story, but then Zyber segued perfectly into the next segment. Uh, but you know what? I reject the segue, and I'm going to tell the funny story oh, anyway. Such a good segue. Uh, so the, I know. It was really good. Uh, I'll call it out again here in a minute, but I just wanted to say... Um, so a lot of people at work are having IT issues as they work from home, and uh, sometimes people mean to send their issue to the IT department, but instead it gets sent to my department because for some reason people think that our department can like do anything to help them with their IT issues. We cannot. That's hilarious. Uh, so if you're, if, is it? I don't. I don't find it very funny. Well, usually it's like the opposite, where they think IT does everything. 
well, I'm sure IT deals with its own fair share of user error type stuff. Like, my computer won't turn on. Is it plugged in? Uh, have you, have hold you tried on. hitting the power button? How come I can't get to my email? Are you opening up the email? How, what? It's just, anyway, it turns on the when story, I turn the computer on, right? The coffee machine is broken. The story guys. that I would like to tell soon, if, you, if I will be allowed, no. do it now. is uh, that... Okay, I will. I will do it now. Is that uh, dude emails us to get help with his IT issue, and he like he takes a screen cap of his screen or whatever, um, but at the same time, like, so he he didn't take a screen cap, like he didn't use the snipping tool. He took a picture of his screen with his phone, <laughs> yeah, and then he took a screen cap of the picture that he took, so that his gallery was like in the in the shot, and also and then in the he gallery, scanned there it was through a- the printer, right? <laughs> Well, no, that's not the funny part, although I'm sure he did. Uh, in the gallery of the phone was, like, a naked woman, like, also in the <laughs> also screenshot. Also on the screenshot that he then mailed to his job. Yeah. You know that? Uh, so I don't know I don't know what happened to him, uh, but uh, rest assured, I'm sure he has been promoted and is working at the highest level of the company. And now it's time for gaming news headlines that will age poorly. 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 And... Uh, that was the uh, the segue. Um, the he-, he said like headlines. Speaking of headlines, or I don't know, what, I don't know what the segue was. Funny headlines. But... I don't know. It was good at the time, and now it sucks. So yeah, thanks, dog. Beagle. You have a dog. Hey, tell that dog to shut up. I stole my parents' dog. That was going to come up in the minutes recap, but then he started barking. Was that uh, is that Gus or um... Jack? Oh yeah, Jack. I always I always call Jack Gus. For some <laughs> I know reason. it's really funny. Gus, Gus. <laughs> All right, I think he stopped barking, so we're good. Hurry. Okay. Well, I mean, what other game? We have a whole lines? episode to do it. Tell tell him to be quiet for the next forty five minutes. Hey, um, Jack, be quiet for like forty five minutes. Cool. Thanks. All right, he's it. off to a good start. Uh, now it's time for gaming news headlines that will age poorly. This is a new segment that we are introducing on the show, uh, where one of us will read headlines from a prominent gaming news website. Uh, and uh, the the rest of us, whoever is not reading the headlines, will provide miniature, little short, one or two sentence reactions to the headlines, uh, just to kind of give some context and some flavor to the headlines themselves. Uh, historical context, of course, because this is the year 2020 as we are recording this. But it is at all po- it is very possible that if you, a new fan of the show that has gone back and is listening to all the episodes and is, has reached episode 35 of the Bombers, uh, that you're hearing these headlines much later far beyond the point where they are still relevant. Like, so we just wanted to put that out there. In the there. year 3020. <clears throat> oh, that was pathetic. Uh, I'm disappointed in you. If anyone is listening to the show in 3020, I mean, at There's this th- point, I mean, we, are, we are in the National Congress like library of historically relevant podcasts. They right? probably don't even understand us anymore because language has drifted by that point. All right. Well, yeah. I'm going We're to like attempt Shakespearean to, by then. I'm Forsooth. going to attempt to sp- speaketh in the language that uh, people that uh, ye old people of the future will understand. <laughs> Go on. Um, all right. Headline. I've got five headlines. These are all from NintendoLife.com. So a Nintendo heavy show this week. Apparently, uh, I mean, usually we talk about Nintendo a lot because we're all fans, but uh, these are all Nintendo headlines, um, or at least were posted on NintendoLife.com. All right. First one. This is the top, our top story tonight on gaming news headlines that will age poorly. 
Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag RIP Fortnite is trending on Twitter as players protest against current state of the game. Fortnite's still around? Yeah, people are saying rip Fortnite for the past two years. Huh. Uh, I guess that's it. I, so this is a new segment, so I don't know how much reaction we're really going to do. So I'm just going to go with the flow. I, I have I, nothing else to say about that. I didn't realize that Fortnite was still relevant. It's all about Apex Legends now. If I feel like the conversation is over, it's over. We're moving on. Second headline. What? Quote, adults only, unquote, murder simulator. Hey, let me let me start over. <laughs> <laughs> adults Simultari. only. Adults only murder simulator hatred is coming to Nintendo Switch. That's a rated adults only murder simulator hatred. Uh, I've always wanted to simulate murder instead of actually doing it. Uh, oh, hold on, we got to break this down line by line because there's just a lot there. All right, adults only. Adults only. Should we start? Th- yeah, start there. <sighs> what? <laughs> I I didn't I didn't think they ever still seriously use that rating anymore because most you know people that make video games want their games to actually sell. Uh, okay. Wow. It's a form of art, dig. Ugh. Uh, murder simulator. Oh, so any shooter game ever? Gotcha. Hatred. No, this is like a murder but- simulator where you know you have to. Uh, determine how much money you're going to spend on the murder, and then you need to, like, build your murder. Room. I don't know. The joke. The joke is dying. I'm sorry. You're, it's like um, maybe I'll like, cut that. It's like murder tycoon. Roller coaster tycoon. It's probably super unrealistic. I'll have to play um, hatred. Wow. Yeah. Low low hanging fruit on that name. Good job. Coming to Nintendo Switch. Nintendo, what's up? Come on. Come on, Nintendo. Um, it has, Nintendo, what's up? As for the game's quality, per Nintendo Life, it currently holds a Metacritic rating of 43 out of 100, with the highly relevant and ever-popular user score being 4.7 out of 10. I feel like the user so users score... users like it. Wait, 4.7 out of 10? Because yeah. I feel like it should be 4.7 out of 100. It should be 4.7 out of 4.7. Out of 100. Slightly better. Third headline, ESRB ratings will now warn players about loot boxes and other random items. That's actually an interesting headline if you think about the general idea about how loot boxes and random items are being classified as gambling. And there are a lot of restrictions placed on gambling items, uh, virtual gambling, etc. That one, I don't know how badly that one will actually age poorly. That's actually an interesting headline. That could be relevant far in the future. will now warn players about random items. Well, it's specifically about loot boxes where you're spending real money on a chance to get an item, which in essence is gambling. I know, but like just loot boxes uh, and other random items. Mario Kart 9 rated M for random item boxes. Sounds good. Fourth headline. ESRB, another ESRB headline. Uh, You'd think I would have read these ahead of time, but apparently I just copy and pasted. ESRB and Peggy will continue to assign ratings remotely. I don't even understand what that means. It just means that they're still going to be doing ratings while in their houses. Probably sitting on the toilet while doing it. I don't know. How do you... Ow. Brain. 
Why do you have to be not remote to rate something? Like, yep. I don't know. See, it, I don't understand this either. Like, I know I'm not I'm not supposed to be reacting to this, but this story really baffles me. And and they said that due to like a good deal of advanced planning was the quote. Uh, we are able to do this remotely. Uh, what? It's freaking video games. How Just are how are you not and... already doing it remotely? Like honestly, like here's you you hand out a little booklet that says here's how you rate things, and then you have a guy who takes a test that's like, yep, okay, you rated these things properly. You can be a rater, and then you send him video games. Done. This is kind of off the back of the Sero uh, Sero. Uh, uh, organization in Japan, which is that their organization that rates games, uh, off the back of them closing down, they've closed their doors and they won't be rating games for the foreseeable future, um, which has called into question like, oh man, are games going to even release in Japan over the next couple of months? And like, what does that mean for the gaming oh, yeah. world? And it's like, well, it should mean that games are just not coming out in Japan right away. But I don't see why that affects the the national market. And I also don't understand why. Um... Well, the only reason I could see that affecting the national market is uh, if a game traditionally sells well in Japan, they don't want it to release internationally and then get bad reviews and then not sell in Japan off of pre-orders and stuff. Eh? Let's be honest. Japan buys whatever nasty crap that the developers pump into that economy. They buy anything. Adults-only murder simulator. Fifth headline, Nintendo tells customers to stop using alcohol-based products to clean the Switch. I mean, I love to dip my Switch in a nice big glass of gin, personally. It helps get rid of the taste of the cartridges. Yep. It's a good palate palate cleanser more than anything. A-plus reactions, guys. I don't know if you prepared those, but that was the best one. All right, let's move on. Another new segment. Deg, what is it? Next up, I guess we're doing this thing called iTunes review of the week, which will be another new segment, as Spiegel said, where we will read a review from iTunes of our show and I guess react to it or something. Are we reacting or yeah. are we just reading it? We're not just reading the review. We are reviewing the review. Oh. Uh, you know, they they gave us a rating so and we and some commentary. You know what? We're gonna return the favor. We wanna make sure that these reviewers know that their voices are being heard and criticized we, we want them to know that their voices are being heard and we want them to know what we think of their voices frankly grading yes that is what i just said what i wasn't listening to you you're read the reviewer. review read the <laughs> now first review for itunes review of the week we have a review from august 31st 2019 oh very relevant historically so is... Uh, is that the most recent review we have I, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. If it is, then get it together. You know what? Go you know what? go review. St- yeah, stop listening now. Go review the show now. Like, review the first 23 minutes of this podcast and tell us what you think. And, uh, you know, just then you can keep listening, whatever. Uh, I don't care. We got what we wanted. Well, go review the show. Keep listening. Be brutally honest. Unless it's going to hurt my feelings, you, then don't. Go review it now. Tell us what you think of the first 20 minutes. Come back when it's over. Tell us what has changed about your opinion in the next 20 minutes. Also, if you review this show or any show on iTunes and you give less than four stars, you are a bad person. Because you like, know what people the, who don't like something do, but like it doesn't affect their life. Like they don't have to consume it and it's free. They, they don't do anything. They just stop listening. Well, see, there's there's the, there's the tears of reaction, which is, I like it, therefore I will continue to consume it and not rate it. 
Um, I don't like it, therefore I will not continue to consume it. And I hate it, therefore I will continue to consume it, but then leave nasty reviews on all of it. That's it. Those are, those are your options to react to something in today's modern world. So this review... Uh, D- any more dead air and I'm going to start rapping. Always, I swear I'll do it. Always a fun listen. 5.1 stars, I assume. There's like a sliver of star there. I don't know. Does oh, it, I see that. Does it go past five? Yeah, it's like five and one-tenth. That would, it's that like would a, be a point one. Uh, Zyber. This is one-tenth. I like... <laughs> fractions better than decimals by gentleman blastard i feel like the show has only gotten better with each episode great stuff he or i assume he for gentleman uh clearly has to have been surprised since august 31st because i feel like it's changed since then uh one out of one listeners found this review helpful so um good good on you for being helpful there uh blastard uh, what what are we doing? Uh, out of out of ten, out of five, how do we want to review? That's it's got to be out of five. We have to keep the the format consistent. All right, five and one tenth at least. I give it. I give it a a, a solid five point one. Pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. good review. Concise to the point. Said nice things about us. I like the title. Always a fun listen. It might yeah. not be true, but I like <laughs> saying that. No, I think I think he's right. I think it is always a fun listen. Uh, whether or not it's fun to record kind of depends on how drunk Deg is. And I, I feel like the show has only gotten better with each episode. Well, that's partially true. Um, I think the show has always been great. I think every episode is great. Whether or not it's getting better, maybe like a negligible amount, like how do you go from perfect to like slightly more perfect? You can't really do it. Uh, but I appreciate the sentiment. And, uh, and, and also he used a comma. He should have used a semicolon. Um, before, oh, the, you know what? I, great yeah, stuff. You're, I'm going to have to take away that last 10th. It's just a five. Should yeah. I'm going to give good, it a four good catch. Eight. Good catch. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a 4.8, uh, because I, I generally, I approve of the review. It's a very good review. Uh, but you know, no game is perfect. Uh, no iTunes review is perfect. So keep writing those reviews, and we'll we'll try to find the perfect uh, review. Yeah, I'll give it a uh, four point nine. Too many stars. Mm. Good, good jokes good that review. have not aged well. That would be one of them, I think. <laughs> like whenever I see someone say seven point eight too much blank on like any like a YouTube reaction video or whatever. That is super cringy to me. Okay. Bomber. If you say so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and move yes, on. Please. You were really close to getting a rap right there. Just saying. <laughs> Bomber's something book. A new segment where we ask the fans a question instead of the other way around. And then you fans can either answer the question in discord or maybe write a review of the answer i don't really care <laughs> write a five-star review of the answer on itunes and don't leave your answer there write a review about how good the show is write a five-star review about the question wait what what is the question yes. that is a good question oh, dave <laughs> and the answer to that question is this question what three bands, artists, or DJs would headline your dream music festival? No, we just wait for them to answer. Like I don't have to actually think about this, right? 
No, we have to answer it. Like that's the no, thing I'm is not... if we say our answers and then they give us their answer on our Discord server, which you can join by uh, clicking the link in the description probably. I was not warned that I would have to come up with three bands, artists, or DJs to headline the Dream Music Festival. I feel attacked and ambushed. I mean, in a way, mm. uh, just doing this show every week with me is like being attacked or ambushed because you never know when those sizzling, hot, spicy, burn insults are going to come flying at you. Yeah, so far, still waiting for some. I'm trying to think of an answer here. <laughs> If Zyran said we'll something speak. right that I was going to, I had the rap ready to go. It's <laughs> happening. You got 30 minutes to get through here. Meanwhile, Zyber's over there actually thinking about the question. I know so my far, answer. I thought of Beethoven. Oh yeah, can we like bring okay. people back from the dead? That's pretty. Legit. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm bringing uh I'm bringing talking heads back from the. I'll go ahead and go first. I'm going to reunite the talking heads for this festival, and uh, they are going to feature a David Byrne who does not hate uh, the rest of the talking heads. I'm going to have fish there, of course, yeah. uh, because that makes sense. And uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have a. I gotta have a classic rock act that's just gonna like blow everyone the f out of the water. Um, that everyone has to. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Led ten Zeppelin. Ten gig lips. No, uh, ten zap. gig lips. Ten gig lips would be at the festival, but they would not be headlining. Uh, they are not big enough, and their best song is called "Beard Full of Pork Rinds." Not exactly the type of image I want to project on my festival. And the, and again, this mm. it's a music festival. This is just the three headliners. There are still other acts, right? So, yeah, no, I get you. Uh, I think mine would be Beethoven, any barbershop quartet, and any. Black Mages. He just really wants yeah. some barbershop. Yeah, I don't know any. <laughs> well, that's a problem. If you don't know any, then then how are you having them headline your festival? It's going to be like a competition beforehand. The winners get to be there. Okay, I buy that. That's a cool lead up to a festival. I think I'm going to go with uh, White Denim. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think they're really fun to listen to live, and I think they'd be attracting a lot of good acts similar to them to the festival. I just so didn't I, expect you have... to be the one who went the White Denim route, considering how much I love White Denim. And then do plain white tees with them. That is no. not a fit. Some other that is no. not band white. However, um, white tees, white know, denim, gonna... white uh, what are, white uh, white stripes. Yeah, white claw. <laughs> not a band. No. White snake. <laughs> no, just no. Ah, oh, white snake's a band. Featuring Alice Cooper with an albino snake. What? Um... <laughs> What are the rest of your uh, your other two? Then to eclectic, if we're allowed to to bring people back from the dead, right? That was a stipulation we had. Yeah, here. I've got Led Zeppelin. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. Uh, Muddy Waters. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate that. But and then uh, like I kind of am thinking that I might want to do Fish as well because obviously but then i I don't really want to like have us both be listing fish that's not fun for people to go out and try and figure out these artists how about uh, trey anastasio band Hmm? totally different what trey anastasio band no um so i don't know i'll I'll come i'll I'll come back to you on the on the on the third 
Okay, well, uh, while Deg thinks of his answer, uh, you can all think of yours and give us your answer in the whatever, the Bombers Discord. There it is. Um, yeah, we want to hear from you, the fans. We know you're listening. I see the numbers. I mean, they're not they're not great numbers, but they're all right. No, they're all right. Let's, they're more than zero. You know what, let's do something silly and random and go with My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Aren't they supposed to be coming back? They are supposed to be coming back, which is what made me think of it. You just gained us, like, a 100% increase in listenership. Thank you, Deg. (laughs) Nailed it. And come join our Discord. The link is in the description below. MCR fans just hear that uh, band name and they come flocking. I have actually been listening to a lot of MCR recently. I'm sure you have. kind of the mood I've been in. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, I only actually heard one song from their, like, latest album, and then I started listening to more of it. I was all like, whoa. This whole album is great. Why did I not listen to the whole thing? You know, Umbrella Academy is really good. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming up with a second season at yep. some point. That's my favorite Resident Evil spinoff game, too, for what that's worth. Did MCR was... do the soundtrack to uh, Umbrella Academy? No. <laughs> but uh, the, sure? well, the guy who wrote Umbrella Academy is Gerard Way, who is the main singer from MCR. So he also worked on a lot of the music, so that's why it has a very similar feel. I mean, I'm pretty sure he didn't sing Constantinople, but... <laughs> so they might be giants? Yeah. I have no Istanbul, idea what you guys are talking about. Istanbul, that's it. It's not, it's, it's not Constantinople. Yeah. Right, yeah. Specifically, those, that's, the, that's how... I know that they might be giants. Thing. I, don't, I don't know what else is going on. Well, what could be going on, Spiegel? Yeah, I would have. They might be giants at my festival for sure. Like if they, uh, like I would, they Actually, would be one of the side stages. That would definitely be a great side stage. I would be all for. It. I would go to your festival. I saw them a couple winters ago here in town, and they were awesome. They, I mean, they were so oh, good. Man. That sounds fun. I've never actually seen them, but that sounds fun. Maybe one day we'll all get to go to concerts again. The last concert. What's the last concert or uh, show you guys went to before uh, before we all died? The last concert I went to was in 2013, and it had P.O.D. in it. Nice. My, uh, um, I went to see MC Chris. Um, oh, MCC. Ju- MC Chris? Yeah, he's a spinoff of MCR. He's MCC. Yes. My Chemical Chris. I saw him just in, like, um, March, I think it was. That was a fun show. It was, like, completely random. The night before, one of my buddies was like, hi, I have an extra ticket. And I was like, hey, yo, got you. And then we went, and it was fun. Is that's he, uh, that's is, the story of the one time I went and saw MC Chris. Is MC Chris a rapper? What? Is MC Chris a rapper? Yeah, yeah, a nerd rapper. He's got a lot of songs about Star Wars characters. You're tempting so fate, my nerdy. friend. Like, if you know, um, um, what's it called? Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Which is dumb, and I hate that show. But he he has voiced characters in that show, huh? The rappers in that show. That's a pretty nerdy thing to do. Yeah, right. Um. So Spiegel, for real, what could oh, we yeah. be doing this more fun yeah, yeah, yeah. conversation? We got a uh, <laughs> we got a new segment. Uh, we, so we're introducing a lot of new segments this week. Uh, just kind of dumping them all on you to figure out which ones you respond to the most. And uh, the way we're doing that is uh, we have some new technology that we're using to measure the amount that you're paying attention for each segment. 
And, hey, yeah, uh, if that... you've been wondering what that pain was, it was the uh, transceiver that we put into your skull to measure your uh, dopamine levels while you're listening. Uh, don't worry. The pain will fade if you listen to more bombers. And it's proprietary, so don't even think about stealing it. No, please don't, because we will take you for everything you are worth. Once we get it trademarked. Uh, oh, hey, crap. You. Uh, well, <sighs> okay, do it. I'll you edit that out. It. I'll edit it in post. All right. Anyway. <laughs> the name of the new segment is Zebo or Zippo. All right, you all know what that means. It's time to play Zebo or Zippo, gentlemen. Um, and uh, for I those stipulate of, that uh, no one no one knows what that means. Everyone knows the Zebo. The Zebo is a video game console. It was released only in Brazil and Mexico uh, back in 2009. It uh, also is a character from To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, and a character in iCarly, per Wikipedia. Uh, two very Zeebo. highly influential uh, pieces of media historically. Uh, Zebo is the, the Zelda boards. Z-E-B-O. Oh, I yeah. just think of the, the Zeebo. Amiibo Gazebo. What? The Amiibo Gazebo <laughs> and Fire Emblem Three Houses. The so Zebo. Zippo? The Zebo. The Zippo isn't anything. The, the Zippo means, like, nothing. And the, the, the premise uh. of the game... Is that uh, is that you have to determine whether or not the game that I'm going to tell you the game was released on the Zebo or it was not released on the Zebo by saying Zippo. Uh, it should be noted that uh, the there were a couple of weird controllers for the Zebo. There was a Z pad, uh, which is pretty cool, and there's also a controller that looks like a boomerang, and in fact, it's called a boomerang. It has a built-in accelerometer, used motion sensing technology, so definitely uh, not not stolen from any. Uh, consoles around that era as well and also had an external keyboard so this is a highly advanced video game console cost 499 brazilian dollars uh or um what what do they go with the brazilian real is the uh is the uh money i don't know if there. that is that correct that's what it says i don't know uh, oh i don't feel like looking that's, it up no that's that's a different word oh it is it is real huh there you go. I anyway, something new about money today. It was 499 of those. And uh, we're going to play some Zebo or Zippo. So, gentlemen, remember, the console was released in 2009, was discontinued in 2011, so not a very long shelf life, but did manage to get, I believe, 57 games in the uh, period of time that it was on the shelves. And we're going to play some Zebo or Zippo to figure that out. So let's go. Uh, got, I got 11 games here, some of them on Zebo, some of them not. So Zebo or Zippo, how about arcade, uh, t- not arcade game, uh, PopCap Classic, Peggle, Zebo or Zippo? Zebo. 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 That's Zebo. It did indeed come out on the Zebo. Hey. So uh, Peggle, great game. Zebo's one for one, I think. All right. Uh, second game, FIFA 09. Oh, definitely Zebo. Zebo, Zebo. That's Zebo. FIFA 09 did indeed come out on the Zebo. How about that? FIFA's I on mean, everything. You said Brazil, Brazil so and Mexico, so it makes sense. Uh, but FIFA 10 and FIFA 11 did not come out on Zebo, so perhaps uh, the game and the console did not sell particularly well. I don't know if that's a surprise uh, to anybody. That, that would be highly surprising. Um, Sonic's Ultimate Sega Genesis Collection. Zebo or Zippo? Zippo, Zippo, Zippo. Zebo. 
That's Zippo. We nailed it. <laughs> Did not come out on Zebo. Uh, so only three sixty and PS three. Was Zebo supposed to like compared to Xbox, but it's a Z? I, Z-box. I guess Zebox. Zebox. What? All right. What? Zebo. <laughs> uh, next one. Um, Zuma's Revenge, which I think is a tile puzzle game of some kind. Oh, you gotta have Zuma on the Zebo. Isn't that like that one? Isn't that like Spin Class Zuma? I know nothing isn't about it. I just saw the name. Isn't Zuma where you like shoot the balls and try to get three or four of a kind from them to explode? And it's like going that's, around a trail? That's Bubble Bobble. No, there's that like. That sounds like Snakey Bus. Snake Cubus. I mean, there's a lot of games that do it. Uh, Zebo. Oh, and Zyber, what, you were Zebo. I, yeah. I said Zebo. Okay. That is Zebo. Good job, guys. You guys are doing well. I think Deg is four for four here. Sure, I am. All right. Um, Konami's Guitar Hero and Rock Band ripoff, Rock Revolution. Well, a ripoff has to be on Zebo. No, that's a Zippo. That's Zippo. Good job, Deg. That was yeah. a uh, that was a um, what they call a trick question, kind of. Because it doesn't. Exist. I mean, think of no Rock Revolution exists, and oh, does it exist? Uh, but oh, I think it does. I, I think the <laughs> logistics of importing the instruments would have been challenging, to say the least. All right, um, Odin Sphere, a originally a PS2 RPG, Zebo or Zippo? Hmm, Zebo. I feel like this one's a real trick question, but I'm, 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 you know what? Zippo. That's Zippo. Good job, Dag. Dag is killing this, knocking really? out of the park. Oh, I don't man. think, uh, I don't think Zyber can win at this point unless Dag gets everyone wrong because it scores six to three. We got five more. It's um, possible. Wait, that's not how math works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's not how math works. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. It's late here. It's almost seven o'clock. Uh, all right. Pack Mania, which is a, um, a 1987 arcade game where you, I don't know, do something with Pac-Man? Do something with Pac-Man. Oh, man. Gonna do all about Pac-Man on the Zebo. I'm Zebo. So you're both Zebo? Yep. Yeah. And you're both right, Zebo. Yeah! Zebo. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Nitro Kart 3D. <laughs> Zebo. I'll just go with my gut, Zippo. That's Zebo. How do you like yeah, that, Dick? I had a, a feeling that, that one was actually your. Well, that one well did you have right. a feeling or did you not? Because you said you were going with your gut. That 3D no, part got me. I'm just like, it has to be Zebo. My initial reaction was that it wasn't released, and then I had a feeling that it was, but I went with my gut, which was my initial reaction. I'm actually interested to see this Nitro Kart 3D because that. Like if you guys recall, like 2009 to 2011 was the period of time, the exact period of time where everyone was saying that 3D TVs were the future. You remember that? Oh, that kind of. 3D. Oh yeah! Wow, I do remember that. And then the 3DS went, came out, and everyone's like, real... "Oh, this is way more awesome." Forget 3D glasses. This is stupid. Yep. Also, 3D gaming is stupid. Next game: Zebo or Zippo, gentlemen. Toy Story Three. Zebo. Zebo. That's a Zippo, my friends. Not released oh, on Zebo. No. Uh, I think Deg officially won with that one, but we'll keep going. I got two more. Um, 
Bart. Jack, you made it so far, buddy. You only needed Jack. 15 more minutes. We were right. so close. Come on, Jock. Get it together, Gus. Jacques Le Dog. Um, Resident. Sorry, what's, the, what's the next game? <laughs> Resident Evil 4 Umbrella Academy. Just kidding. Uh, but the actual game is Resident Evil 4 Zebo Edition. I mean, that game has <laughs> been released <laughs> on everything, so. I'm going to go Zebo. In the interest of winning, I'm going to go with Zippo, but. Again, I think you've already won, but the answer is Zebo. Yeah. I uh, know. <laughs> which I find very funny. Zebo Edition. Incidentally, it also it is the most expensive game on the console. Uh, just so you know, it was uh two. It was a uh, oh price in Z credits. You didn't pay money because all the games were downloadable. Um, so it was it was two thousand four hundred ninety Zebo credits or Z credits, which I imagine was equivalent of probably twenty five bucks uh, or maybe more. I don't know. Uh, FIFA oh nine, by the way, was free. How about that? free and i was so happy when they stopped using credits instead of just dollars on systems yeah credits is yeah all right speaking of stupid the last game zebo or zippo i love this one grand theft auto 4 zebo zebo that's zippo come on I didn't think they put a great game like Grand Theft Auto 4 on the Zebo, but you could get Resident Evil 4, so I think that's that's a nice little consolation prize. No that's Rock Revolution good. either. So That's fine. Fatality. It's unfortunate. Alright. Deg gets a point. Deg does get a point. Uh, I'm not even gonna bother totaling this up because I know Deg got it right. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Jack, Appreciate you're gonna make your... me lose my point. Shush. Appreciate your input. Quiet. Uh, all right, so uh, gentlemen, we have about thirteen minutes left in the show. Maybe a little, a little more. We got some stuff to get to. Uh, time for our final segment. And we, I know you've all been waiting for this. What is it, Dig? It's the most important segment of the show, if you ask me. Which no one ever does. Thanks, Talk. guys. Minish oh. recap. Woo. Woo. <clears throat> Tell tell me about what you've done since the last Minish recap. Go. I, ho- I, I hosted a show. Me. I hosted a great tell podcast. Tell me while I'm not listening so that I make this dog stop barking. It's called Reviewed Bombers. We've iTunes review since we last Maybe you've heard of it. Recap. He might actually be getting up to go kill the dog. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll start, Zyber. Actually, we've both been playing kind of the same game uh, for... 2020, the year of the RPG. Uh, Persona 5, I'm playing the Royal Edition. You're playing the Peasant Edition. And uh, what do you think so far? Because I, I know you're a little bit farther than me in the original version of the game. And frankly, the, the new version doesn't really have that much new important content in it. So I feel a little ripped off at the moment. But I do like the game. What do you think of the game? Well, I mean, like the new version, apparently you get you get your bullets back after battle. So that would be amazing. Yeah, Very we cool. talked about that Very last cool. week. I've so, been listening this whole time. <laughs> yes, we're talking about guns. Anyway, uh, I got to the start of the fifth palace, so pretty far into it. Uh, I maxed out my charm, so I'm very charming. And I'm really into it, actually. I've been staying up way past my bedtime to play it. That's not healthy. It's naughty, me. Very naughty. Um, yeah, I, I, I just really Especially when you say it that way. Bal- 
<laughs> Naughty. Battle system is nice. Uh, time system, dealing with people, trying to figure out what girl you want to date. All of them. Well, let, let me ask well, you this. Apparently that's uh, really bad to do, although it is possible. Please, I, I think it's the best thing to do. And uh, <laughs> I have to ask, which which girl, if, if any, are you dating? Uh, and and But... Uh, you know, and if if you are dating them, are they your favorite girl, or is there one that snuck in after you were already like working really hard on one of them, and you're like, oh crap, I screwed up, because that happened well, to be the first time I played. Initially, I was gonna go for Makoto because she's definitely pretty awesome, but then I found Hifumi, the shogi player. I was like, oh nope, she is not gonna be my girlfriend. I don't know, dude. Hifumi's a little intense for me. Like the first time you meet her, you're like, hey, can I play shogi with you? And she's like. Haha, ha, you're stupid. I'm going to destroy you. And then she does destroy you. Okay, and but like, little... that is totally my type. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll, I'll let your uh, your fiance Haley know about that, and maybe she can work on that. <laughs> does she listen to the podcast, or does she only listen like when she's somehow ends up on the show? If you mean listen as in listen to the people talking to her because she's on the show, then yes. Okay. Um, yeah, Royal, I, I think is really good. It doesn't have a whole lot to add. Uh, I really like the third palace. Um, I, I don't want to like give too much away cause the, the new version of the game just came out. So I feel like they've kind of renewed the spoiler, uh, statute of secrecy, so to speak. I mean, I, I heard that they've like altered bosses and stuff to make them more interesting or to actually, you know, be challenging. Like I heard like one of them, you have to use status effects to actually get through it. Uh, I mean, so, I like normal persona. You don't have to. It like I, it might be I made the third it one, so I don't know. Are you like? Yeah, you got You got to play. You got to play Persona Five, dude. You got. I will not. You got to join in on this Persona Five yeah, business. I it's like the good old book club all over not. again. Even Haley, uh, my fiance, is playing Persona Five Royal, although she's currently playing Brown. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, that will so not happen. It, have you watched any of the Final Fantasy? So the Final Fantasy Seven remake, I think, came out this week. Um, yeah. Anyone like interested in that at all, really, or is it just sort of? Nope. So I don't really plan on buying it, and I guess I don't need to at this point because Haley's already made a deal with me that I'll give her my PSP so she can play uh, Crisis Core, and then she'll give me her copy of Seven, and then she'll watch me play it once she's done. The remake or regular Seven? The remake. I already have regular Seven. Oh, so the PSP. the game that isn't actually the full story. And it's just like part of it. Great, but it's, yeah, they're doing like episodic releases. There's also a ton of extra stuff in there, though. Like they they added a bunch of characters from the novels, and like just yeah. Extra story the number one thing, general. the number one thing that Final Fantasy VII needed to be even greater was characters from the freaking novels. Yeah, great idea. What, what are they going to do next? Like, but like put a, a entire section in the game based just off the movie. They're gonna. Um... It'll probably be better. They're gonna start just like well, better than the movie. Here's yeah. the section where you write your own story, and it's just the the you get to play through your own fan fiction. Oh, dude, that Sonic would actually Forces? be. Yep. Yeah, but like, but like, good. If you oh, no, could, none of it's good. <laughs> if you could create a a video game where all you had to do was just plug in these ridiculous fan fiction scenarios, and just all the characters would be there. I don't Is know. Like there's there's life? a million dollars to be made there. Little Big Planet, uh, RPG Maker Seven or whatever they're on these days. Drawn to Life, um, Drawn to Life, uh, War Groove, even. 
I don't believe that any of these games exist. I think you're just making words up. I always make words up. Minecraft. Yeah, kind of. That is not the same thing. Well, um, other games I've been playing was Murder by Numbers, which we've talked about before, but I just beat it about halfway through us recording this podcast. Of course you did, because you, because you, needed, <laughs> you felt worst. that you needed to play a visual novel that requires intense concentration and puzzle solving and reading during a podcast where you're trying to entertain the people. This is why nobody's listening to the show. This is why nobody's reviewing the show. It doesn't take much brain power for me to go through a Picrosky puzzles i was gonna say if you said it doesn't take much brain power to do this podcast i was gonna have a seizure (laughs) and also i I was trying to finish it so i could talk about it here okay all right uh, nice save and but yeah pick cross game with a murder (laughs) mystery uh what point and click stuff i enjoyed it the fourth case was like three times the length of any of the other cases, and there's only four cases, so I guess that's like half the game. And it was boring. Yeah, Sorry. it was. There was like not much like to go through. The later half was a lot more interesting, at least. I enjoyed it overall. Highly recommend it because it's not that expensive. Go get yeah, it. I picked up. I picked up Numbers by Murder and played through the first case already, and I enjoyed it, so. Good. Yeah, I, I think it's, a, it's an entertaining game with a lot of heart, and, you, you know, you don't get indie games that, that really stick in your mind that heavily, and Mur- Murder by Numbers definitely did for me. Like, I really like all those characters, and I liked the... I, I'm, I'm excited for the sequel, which they set up very, you know, obviously at the end of the game, because it's thanks, a mystery. Thanks thanks for the spoilers. It's well, not a spoiler to no say it's a cliffhanger. what the cliffhanger is because i was i was thinking wow there's so much they still need to do in this last case but then the case ended up being so long they were able to do everything (laughs) i know i thought the same thing i was like oh man they're never gonna be able to wrap all this up in this game and then they kind of did my favorite case though was the third one that was a lot of fun i don't even remember it this it's been so long it's been like a whole week or whatever i don't know time has no meaning now time is only an illusion Speaking of the illusion of time, I've been playing Animal Crossing. It's fun to have no idea what time it is in that game. It's uh, 8 o'clock. Yeah, it would be about close to 8 o'clock Eastern time in Animal Crossing right now. Go catch some tarantulas. Unless I have my Switch set differently. Dude, don't do... You you don't time travel, do you? No, no, no. Way too lazy to do that. Takes way too much work. On the GameCube, it was super just... easy and super tempting to do because it was so easy to just like do it every time you turn the system on. Yep. But now it's like now that oh. there's actual like system time and stuff, it's like nah. Never mind. Okay, at least Bunny Day is finally over, so we can stop. Oh, thank goodness! Eggs. Stupid eggs, dude! I you know how many freaking uh like Earth egg wardrobes or whatever I crafted at the end of all this when I realized I didn't need to be saving all my eggs, all the suits. Now, and you know the, what they were worth? The wardrobes uh, sell for more than just the eggs themselves. I, uh, slightly, but yeah, they're they worth do. like freaking nothing. They're worth nothing. Yeah, Ridiculous. so you're here like maybe I'll catch a fish that's worth something, and it's like here's a ten dollar egg. Uh, well, just don't okay. go for the three shadow fish because that's the only ones that had eggs. Yeah, or the yeah, three shadow just, fish. 
Yeah, because there's six different sizes of shadows for fish, and it was the size three that that were eggs. I could have sworn I saw some bigger ones. I assume the size three is like the mid-size one. I could have sworn is... I saw some bigger ones with eggs, too. What really sucked is like, oh, cool, let me just get me some more of these here skeleton things. What are they called? Fossils. Nailed it. And nope, it's an egg. I mean, they, like, they still had the same amount of fossils every day, though, so it's not like there was yeah, less. Yeah, you had to find them. Yeah, but you have to find the fossils every day anyway, so... Yeah, but then you're like, oh, cool, I found a fossil. Nope, another egg. Okay, well, I, was, I haven't I was found less all annoyed. my fossils yet. I was Where, less like, annoyed by digging hi, up I, eggs than... than I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was way less annoyed by digging up eggs than I was trying to chop wood, and all I was getting was freaking yeah, eggs. Yeah, was, that was the one I was going to go for, is like, hi, I need some, uh, I need some uh, iron ore. Okay, well, here's six eggs and a chunk of clay. Cool, but I need, I don't need eggs. On Bunny Day itself, I somehow got a gold ore when searching for eggs. <laughs> That's some weird kind of irony. I don't like it. Iron knows gold. I hate you. I um also, for some dumb reason, don't ask questions, please. I've been playing Apex Legends a lot recently. Me too. I feel like we're repeating ourselves on this show. Like, I feel like we've been talking about the same three games for the past however long. Where did my numbers we, Animal is it Groundhog Apex? Day? Yeah, and Persona. It's Bunny and, uh, Day. It's Bunny Day. Again. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if it was like like Groundhog Day the movie, but instead it was Bunny Day, and every day you wake up and it was just eggs everywhere? I mean, oh. even worse this year, like I didn't even realize it was Bunny Day until it was already Bunny Day. Oh. What? No. Yeah, my, my sister started playing Apex Legends, so like every day she's like, Cyber, get on and play with me. And I've been all like, I'm actually busy. But I did play one time, or one day, like five or six matches and we got second place one time the issue was that like except for one match the third person dropped out of our group at the very beginning every single time oh yeah i hate that that happens so often i did get one where i made it to like top three by myself because both people jumped out of my game and i was like cool super cool yeah but then I also got a couple wins, and and there's an event going on where you have to place one of, one of the it's like tracking progress type stuff, and one of the tiers is to place in the top ten, which means there are twenty teams total, so you just have to place in the top half. That's really easy. It's not. It took me so much work because I continually was getting grouped with teammates who were like, "I know what a perfect strategy for this round is. I shall run face first into the enemy's bullets." <laughs> perhaps they will never see it coming and i was just like okay well this is fun well, like the amount of people that just instantly drop as soon as the game starts like all you have to do is just wait until you're all the way on the other side of the map and then like at least five teams are dead by then yeah which would be fine if you didn't have teammates that were like ah let me run at these enemies shooting leading them towards you it's like dude i just need to make it into the top 10 like five more times is you're killing me how did uh, Apex? How did Apex Legends celebrate Bunny Day? I hate to cut off this conversation, but I, you guys haven't talked about the most important thing. They did not. What? No eggs at all. No eggs anywhere. I mean, that's there's, there's such a thing as too many eggs. That's not enough eggs. You got to have some eggs. I think all first person shooters should have eggs. And, you know, they should really have more eggs. I think than your average game. Because if you think about it, eggs are kind of like the guns of the dairy world. 
you know, I'm thinking about it, and now my brain hurts. Hmm. Okay. So, before before I get to the Guac Chips review, okay, this is very important. I've been teasing it all episode. It's time for the wrap. Testing my mic real quick. No, I don't like that. Let's, uh, let's, okay, right there. Uh, testing. Uh.